Hello, hello. My name is Dr. Rachel Gainsborough, and I am obsessed with all things short-term rentals, revenue streams, and helping you navigate your career, real estate, and your busiest and most wonderful seasons of life. I'm an immigrant, a pharmacist, a wife, and a mom who took one guest room rental and turned it into a multi-property seven-figure real estate business, which has also landed us on TV. I'll teach you the real secrets and everything you need to build a short-term rental business that you love. I discuss the hard topics, mistakes I've made, and the mistakes others have made so you don't have to make them for yourself. Financing, automations, acquisitions, low occupancy, scaling, and building your team all while balancing your life are all subjects to be discussed here. Consider me that one best friend you can come to with your short-term rental business questions. So grab your coffee, get comfortable as you get ready to learn and grow with me. This is the Luxury Short-Term Rental Doctor podcast. Hey, real estate enthusiasts. Welcome to the Luxury STR Doctor podcast, the go-to destination for real estate brilliance. I'm your host, Rachel. And today is an extra special episode. We're about to unpack some game-changing strategies straight from the heart of a recent live presentation. In this exclusive episode, you'll get a front row seat to the insights, stories, and tactical advice I shared. Whether you're just stepping into the real estate arena or you're a seasoned investor looking to level up, this episode is tailor-made for you. I'm pulling back the curtain on decision-making, market selection, team building, property setup, and so much more. Consider it a crash course in real estate success. So buckle up and get ready to absorb the wisdom that can transform your real estate journey. Without further ado, let's dive in. What I want to talk about today is as an entrepreneur, your success and failure lies in your ability to make decisions. Okay? And as the head of your business, whether you are just looking for a property right now and you're just in acquisition mode, or whether you have a $1.5 million portfolio, your success in your business lies in your decision-making. No one else can make decisions for your business outside of you. I was just in Cabo with one of my mentors, Julie George. Maddie was there too, yeah. (laughs) And Julie's amazing because she built a business in Australia with 105 Airbnb doors and sold it for $8 million. Okay. And that came from her ability to make decisions that came from her ability to set up her portfolio as a business, even at the the very first property. Decision-making starts with your ability to identify what market should I even invest in? Are we going to fly off of hopium Or do we actually have a process, right? Do we have a checklist? Do we have a buy box? Do we have some numbers that we can calculate? Great if things go well, but what if things go wrong? How do we shift and pivot and mitigate those risks? Those decisions need to be made even prior to that investment. Here's my gold occupancy rate. Here's my break even rate. If I'm not trending towards breaking even, right? On week three of the month, Everyone, what are we gonna do? We meet weekly 
with my revenue team. It's like, how are the numbers looking? Let's go, right? How come they're getting more money than me? What are they doing? Oh, they just implemented events. What can we, what's going on? How hard is that to do? Market it. Let's figure out what the people are looking for. Decision making and quick decision making, right? As soon as you have the data, you can make quick decisions. So let's turn to page 28. And we're going to talk about the assets in your business that are so valuable that one day you can actually sell your business. Who would want to consider something like that? Some of you are like, I don't even have a property, but you want to start with the end in mind. Make sense? All right, so asset number one, seven-figure asset number one, your acquisition strategy. Goal setting, and this is how you build your foundation. So I want this to be very interactive. Go through this list, check off what you don't have, okay? Check off what you have, and then we'll start to identify where the gaps are. What don't you have in your business? And I don't expect all of it to be checked off today. But at the end of the day, my goal is for you to identify perhaps bucket number five, I need to work more on that. Or perhaps bucket number four, I need to work more on that. Make sense? All right, so number one, acquisition strategy. Do you have a streamlined acquisition strategy? Every single time you're going to look into investing in a property, are you going to invest? Because Rodney said, I'm making bank over here. That's not a strategy. Rodney saying that he's making bank isn't a strategy. Okay, so what is your process? When do you pull the trigger? When do you even say to yourself, this market is interesting, I wanna look a little further, right? What's that process look like for you? Okay, so for me, I have a number of processes for me, an occupancy rate in that market needs to be at least 50% based on the data tool that I use. AirDNA is the data tool that I use. If occupancy is not 50%, I am setting myself up for failure. And I've seen it time and time again. What is my goal? What is my goal? Is my goal for this acquisition in order to take advantage of tax strategies? Is my goal focused on, you know what? Cash flow is very important for me right now. I would say that's a viable goal, especially if you're still working a W-2 and you're looking for ways to cut back. Cash flow is king. That's you. Okay, Kiana said that's her. Is my goal cash on cash return? Meaning I need to get this investment back as soon as possible so that I can reinvest. Will this property, will this market allow that to happen? What is your goal? Who do I want to serve? Who is that avatar? What are the midterm rental strategies that are viable in this particular market? And I want at least two, right? So for me, number one, of course, is my insurance, which has proven to be recession proof because my number two is the film industry. And since the SAG-AFTRA strikes, that has been wildly impacted. So we have firms reaching out to us who have, there's midterm rental strategy as the film, in, film industry. They're like, okay, how are you repositioning? I was like, 
Insurance was always my number one. This is my number two. So what's your number one and what's your number two? So think about that. But that is contingent against, that is contingent on your specific market. And I was talking to Annie last night. This is where I say, ChatGPT, <laughs> right? Is your intern, ChatGPT is your new who. ChatGPT is your most recent hire. Leveraging tools, AI tools to find out the traveling, the migration to your area, the climate migrants, leverage that. Number two, market identification analysis. I've already touched a little bit on that. Regulations. What do you know about the regulations and what is your regulation thesis? Because to be honest, I'm not afraid of regulations. I just draw the line in the sand if the regulations have a referendum or a ban, of course, if owner-occupied is required, and if there's a stay limit, if I can only rent my property for two months out of the year. That's where I do not want to deal with that particular market or that particular unit because of regulations. That is my thesis. Anything else is fair game. I'll get my permits. I, I'll follow the rules because that's where the deals are made. A lot of people aren't willing to take that extra step. So we find great deals in highly regulated areas, believe it or not. I'm not afraid of regulations. Just let me know what it is in plain black and white. Others aren't willing to go that route and avoid HOAs as much as possible. Number three, key relationships. Are you cultivating your strategic partners? Have you identified your realtors? Have you identified your lenders? Have you identified your deal flow sources? We love creative finance. We have individuals who are out there looking for deals on our behalf, right? Who not how? <laughs> tax strategy, do you grasp, do you have a grasp on tax strategy? High level, why is it that you're doing what you're doing? Who's your tax strategist? Tax minimization and saving maximization. Looking at your balance sheets. Do you have a pro forma, your P&Ls? Number four, property selection. There's definitely an art and a science to that, right? There's an art and a science. And a lot of times it's leveraging the help of designers to help with the art side of things. But what are the tools that, are you, that you are using to identify one property versus the other? Why would this be better for the, the avatar that I've identified? Okay. Number five, team assembly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just, I feel so blessed that we have gotten our team to where it's at, but it has come with kissing a lot of frogs, right? Not easy, not easy, but what is your process for hiring? Do you have a hiring suite? Are you building a brand? And I'm future pacing you. Are you building a brand such that you are getting leads directly to your funnel for hiring? Do you have a direct booking site that says hiring now year round? It doesn't matter if you're hiring now, right? And it has to do with culture. Are your team members so invested that they're able to put out there, yeah, this is a great culture. Build that FOMO so that others want to 
come aboard. It just starts with one team member, right? One virtual assistant, that's how we started. Property number six, one virtual assistant to help us out because we're working full time. Go ahead. Oh. Oh. such a great business. What did you do starting out, especially when you have BAs from overseas? Do you mind sharing that? I don't mind sharing that. I thank you, Josina. That's so sweet of you. I've had a lot of failures, right, with VAs. So when you hire at the point where you're so overwhelmed, what kind of leader are you? You're frazzled. By the time they get to me, it's, oh, thank goodness you're here. Do everything. <laughs> Like my SOP when I first started was help me. <laughs> and that's how I ended up kissing a lot of frogs. I didn't have any direction for them, okay? So sometimes you actually have to hire even before you feel you're ready to have someone come alongside you, okay? So for me, the best strategies that we leverage for our overseas VAs for our rental business is understanding who they are providing them specific direction. And we use two tools to create our SLPs. Tango, mm -hmm. and Loom. So as soon as we, which are AI tools, remember AI is your new hire, Tango and Loom. Every time I am doing something in my business that I've done for the third time, it's getting recorded. It can be outsourced potentially outside of my revenue generated activities, such as submitting a contract. But every time I'm doing something in my business, I record it, okay? So by the time, and I really believe you should be doing that right now. If you're just looking for a property, record that process. Because at one point you can even outsource acquisition. Hey, here's how I look for properties. Is it perfect? No, just keep working through it. And what I love about the VAs that we work with right now, they're so innovative. They're able to push the envelope forward and improve upon it, okay? So our process for training is I show you, okay, how to do it. We do it together and then you show me. I show you, we do it together and then you show me. And that's made all the difference. From a culture perspective, it's taking a step back and appreciating them for who they are and finding out what they want. And money, of course, money, that's fine, but not everyone wants money. That's not the driver for everyone, okay? So when I ask my members on my team, what is it that you really want? Some of my members, they see that we're into real estate, obviously. They say, oh, I would love to learn how to do this too. And so note to self, right? How do I make that happen for them? How do I make sure that as I'm looking at deals, if there's something that I can do to push the envelope forward, how do I get them that appointment as soon as possible with John Bianchi, right? on the company's dime to make sure that we get that process started for them. 
<laughs> Dominic's laughing over here. I can't get a call with John Bianchi. Your employees are getting a call with John Bianchi. <laughs> it matters to me. What do they want? And it would surprise you. It would surprise you what they want. And my goal is to make it happen as much as possible, whether they're here or overseas, if we're celebrating something, company party, virtual Zoom company party, right? Have the top VA manager order them dinner with their family. We've ordered them a resort stay in their location to have a group meeting, right? I wanna go out there to see them. I haven't made it happen yet, but that's my goal. Do you think those team members are loyal? Puppy dies, reach out. Graduation, send something, right? My focus is to pour into them as much as possible. Because I'm not looking for individuals to come into the business so that I can tell them what to do. I want them to come and tell me what to do. You're, this is your lane. I'm looking for the smartest people to join our team. This is your lane, right? The, I think the wave of the entrepreneur, I keep saying it wrong, has changed. I'm not looking for employees, I'm looking for talent, okay? Number six, property setup and presentation, enhancing the property appeal. Is your direct booking site SEO optimized? Are you applying? Hacks to the photography. Do you have the luxury tips implemented? How are you implementing your luxury tips? Again, AI, right? We, we shared with you what we do with the reviews, public review responses. That's a whole marketing scheme right there. High-end decor sourcing. Are you using host GPO to get your high-end decor to elevate it? Professional property styling, is it styled professionally? Risk mitigation, oh Lord. Risk mitigation, very important. There's fraud. What are your strategies there? Are you screening your guests? Okay. And once risks, ha once risks happen, what's the escalation plan? And not only for the, the property and not only for the booking or the stay, your overall risk mitigation strategy. Is your business set up in such a way that you're mitigating risk? Number eight, your legacy suite. Do you have your CPA, your tax strategist, your real estate attorney, your IP attorney, your financial advisor? Are you protecting your brand? Is your property protected? Do you have a passive investment portfolio or a plan for it? Are you gonna look at venture capital? I know Maddie just raised, how much did you raise in venture capital? That happened, right? Is your insurance portfolio up to date? And believe it or not, insurance is a way that I have seen quite a few members of our community leverage that for down payments on property. Okay, so we have resources that we can speak to, that, that can speak to that. Not all are created equal. What's your estate plan and what is your succession plan? Who here has all the boxes checked off? <laughs> and this is not to overwhelm, I assure you, but you have to start somewhere. 
Okay. So my next, my final question for you is, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know you. which one are you working on? Which one do you need to work on next? We're not gonna work on all of it. Pick a box, one box. Which one do you need to work on next? Okay, everyone, how awesome was today's episode? If you're as pumped up as I am, hit that subscribe button because we have tons of fantastic content coming your way. Want to dive deeper into the short-term rental world? Check out our previous episodes. They're a treasure trove of insider tips and strategies. This podcast is all about making your short-term and mid-term rental journey a wild success. So stay tuned for more expert interviews, real life stories, and nuggets of wisdom. Until next time, this is Rachel signing off with a big smile and a virtual high five. Remember, your rental game just got a whole lot more fabulous.